podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And welcome to the Terrace Podcast. My name is Craig Cairns, and I'm joined once again by Chris Owellmo. How are you doing, Chris? Good morning, Craig. Yeah, I'm very good, mate. Very good. Just uh, sitting here, relaxed. Up with the little man this morning about what five forty-five. You know, he's just not. He's not. Yeah, uh, not messing around. He does what he wants. He basically <laughs> does what he wants. But uh, yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Sitting here with a nice little coffee, ready to ready to hammer hearts. Get into it, you know what I mean? My team against your team. Oh, here we go. <laughs> How are you feeling about it? Oof. I've got to say, it's just, <clears throat> I guess the last two results for, for, for Celtic have, have, have been massive, you know, and, and it's, and look, there's, they're all hard fought games. There's all hard, but this is a cup final. You know, Hearts, Hearts are scoring goals. I think they've got 13 scorers in, 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 in the league. 13 different scorers that's a good sign that's a sign of success right there you know what I mean and confidence is a massive thing in football so you you, you talk about you know people say you know when there's derbies that rivalry form goes out the window it doesn't matter what games have preceded that and this cup final is very much like that it doesn't matter if Hearts is the league below it's, it's probably a good thing you know and you might slap me in the face for this Craig you know what I mean when you do eventually see me but you know, sometimes relegation can be a good thing for the club. You know, the foundations, the the players that come, the feel good factor. You know, winning it because the expectation is there. Robbie Nelson is, is is left the club to go to 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 the championship with Hearts because of the size of the club. They they're sitting top of the table at a minute. And was it four points? Is it four or five points clear? You know, they've they've got. 15 plus goal difference you know no one's got any no, no one's scoring the goals that they're scoring so you're thinking promotion is it's not guaranteed but it, it should be it should, it should be but be. then they're, com- they're coming into the they'll be coming into the Premier League massive club with great history with players that are on fire they're only gonna they're only gonna entice another a calibre a better calibre of player to come to them with the club that they are and they can be competitive next year that's the plan I know I'm getting ahead of myself we're talking about the, the cup final and Celtic are fragile still you know that's not a, there's no easy game like Celtic have, have been struggling to go over the line and it, it's not and it's, I'm not no disrespect to the to the other clubs in the, in the Scottish Premiership but they, they, they've struggled but the last two results the, the Kilmarnock one brilliant I mean outstanding to get their clean sheet as well, defender stepping up, getting a goal. You know what I mean? It's they battered them so as many, well. Is that yeah? But there's so many positives to take. That, that, but that's the thing: Celtic and Rangers can batter teams, but still drop points. Mm-hmm. You you understand? But mm-hmm. it's about getting over the line, doing the hardest thing that you, in football, and, and it's scoring goals. And Hearts are doing that. You know, Boyce. What is he? He's got four in the league, what, five in all competitions? He struggled know? a wee bit, but he's looking like he's he's back on form a wee bit now, aye, definitely. We, we kinda, I definitely. You talked about rele- relegation there. It definitely helped us uh, reset last time. I, I think we could have probably done without it this time, though. I think it's kind of, it's, it's obviously different times and that and that kind of thing. But Is that for financial implications then, or...? Um, no, well, not necessarily what, what? at the moment. I think we're okay. I mean, we, we have a lot of... Um, 
uh, financial backers, it seems, that dig us out of holes and things like this, uh, and times club. like this. It's a big club. Yeah. But it's a big uh, club. It's got people, it's got big fans, that, fans that have got deep pockets. You know, Amber herself, you know, I think she's, she, she, she's, she's made her money. She's invested it. I think she's a very uh, savvy uh, businesswoman, you know, and I, it's like, what, what, what I'm delighted to see is that it was unjust what happened. It should never have happened. Hearts should never have been relegated. But what they've done is reacted. They've went, you know what? All right, you know they were dazed, but they've they've kicked on them. They've reacted, haven't they? The whole the club as a whole. They've brought in a new manager. The players there, you know, Christoph Berra is one of my good friends. You know, okay. I, I love Christoph to bits, and I'm glad that he's back in. He got frozen out with this this clueless manager that you had before for whatever reason. <laughs> and that's just me. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm I'm right saying that. I'm looking at it from a a friend's point of view. I think and I thought look. The general feeling, well, I, know, I don't know about general, I think there's a split, but there's some people that think that Stendhal was the right manager at the wrong time for Hearts, and that, that's kind of where I fall. I mean, he came at a time where he, he's the kind of manager that uh, Hearts were crying out for. They were After Levine, they were crying out for more attack and football and that kind of thing. And But he just wasn't getting the results. And I, I, think, um, I think if he had come in during a summer where all was kind of stable at hearts rather than halfway through a season when we were we were, were sinking down the table i think it would have been a much better appointment but it just it it, it just didn't work out so yeah i think i fall yeah. into the camp where it, 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 he was just um he's, he's a decent manager and he would have had success in a in, a, in another time but it was just kind of like the, the the wrong time for him really i think yeah, no, I get that. That's, but that's yeah, no, he, that's the way he treated um, Berra. I think probably could have been better because I, I think Berra, I think he was just instantly kind of dismissed. I, I think he was very dismissive of Berra. I, I think he maybe could have handled that a bit better. I think I think that's right, and I don't think he was necessarily wrong to drop him because the way he wanted to play maybe Berra doesn't fit into that. But I think the way he went about it maybe maybe yeah, wasn't Christoph the best. Berra was captain, wasn't he? He was he team was, captain I, as well. You know, he's sitting doing interviews. And I remember watching that. And I messaged him afterwards saying, "What's going on?" He says, uh, "He says, oh, and what the man, what, what what's the manager said about it? I think it was a defeat." And he's went, "Oh well, I don't know. He's 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 back." He's not here. He's, we won't see him till Thursday. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, Christoph, what are you doing, man? What are you doing, big man? You don't, you don't, if anything, you keep it in house. You don't, you don't, you definitely don't put that out there. So obviously, there, there must be a little a bit of animosity there. But like you say, yeah, there was. They're, all human, they're all human beings. I've been in that position myself where at Watford and Gianfranco Zola was an absolute gentleman with me. You know, we, he, I knew and he basically told me it's the powers above. They want to move you on, they don't want you here. You know, Zola made me captain at Watford. You know what I mean? So again, he, he was trying to fight my corner, but so I've been in that position. And sometimes you just got to kind of, you got to treat someone as a human being rather than a manager and or, or, or as a player. And I think that's where probably both of and a little bit guilty of getting that wrong. The, the thing is, I think Haring's going to come back in and Haring's played central defence a couple of times, but he's he's better in central midfield. And But even then, you look at the central midfield and how we played at the weekend there and it's like, who, who do you drop? But I think Haring has been because of his injury issues, he's kind of been rested and uh, being kept for the final, it seems. So it will be interesting to see who comes in. The other player is uh, who could come in for us is Ginelli. He's just come back from injury and he came off the bench and scored a pretty good goal, actually, against Queen of the South there. But the thing is, it's whether he's fit enough to start or whether we keep him we keep it tight and maybe have him for later in the game because he's quite a he's he's like a pacey winger and yeah so I don't know I, I mean people have been talking on Twitter and stuff about what the team is going to be and how it's going to shape up and I think you can pick maybe 
well, I don't know what seven or eight positions and say yeah they're definitely going to start but after that there's a there's a couple I don't know it's a toss up be- between between a few players for me so it's going to be really interesting to see what the selection is but let's talk a wee bit about the Celtic selection issues while we're here actually because th- that's going to be a, a, a quite a big thing Lennon said after uh, the game against Kilmarnock I think it was that he's likely going to be loyal to the players that have gotten to the final now the last couple of games Brown's come out and Sorrow's come in and Christie's come out and Turnbull's come in and they both played quite well but it looks like they could drop out for like I say Christie and uh, and and um, and Brown I think the Christie in for Turnbull I don't think that's too controversial but I think the Brown one could be I mean I understand I think it's a bit disrespectful some people say that Brown's done and I think that's a bit disrespectful I think he's maybe absolute rubbish I don't think he's capable of playing two games a week or uh, like for a whole month and that kind of thing disagree oh do you think so disagree with you I watch him I watch him you look at you look at Brown right and and, and the way the way that I look at it uh Everything that he does, okay. You talk about mobility and things. He's he's an intelligent player, and he still he, he still gets around. He will do his challenges, mm-hmm. but it's his range of passing. It's 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 you know, and it's something that I'm, I'm sure because you love your football. It's he passes in front of a player. You understand? He do, the player doesn't need to break his stride. It's those little things. I I I would imagine Brown would come back in for the for the final. You I think understand? he definitely will. I, yeah. I, I, I'd imagine that Tumble. I think Tumble will start. I don't think Christie will come back in. Okay, that's interesting. But that's, but, th- but this is this this is because I as soon as as soon as Celtic brought Tumble to to the club, I thought throw him in, throw him in straight away because in the dressing room on the training pitch the players themselves will think bloody hell, we've we've got a player here by the way because what a player Tumble is you know I think I think he's outstanding and he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. He brings goals. He's got that energy. He's awareness. He's got that. He's a player that can turn a turn a match on its head by a, a challenge, by a bit of brilliance, you know, by a, a wonder goal. I think he's. I think he has to start. But in saying that, I'm, I'm a big fan of Christie. But it just shows you the depth and quality. And it's like you can't for Le- for Neil Lennon to come out and say I'm going to be loyal to the players that get me there you automatically think right okay those those players are going to come out but surely he's got to think those I've, I've made these changes and when everything was going so badly and I mean terribly like if he'd lost one of those matches he's he's probably gone in fairness so the players that he's come in Sorrow, Turnbull have delivered a performance Tumble's got goals. They've got two good wins under the belt. I mean, two good wins. You know, and and you look at the, the Scottish Premiership, and you know, I'm a Celtic fan. Rangers at the minute are unstoppable. I, I I'm looking at that, and I can't see a weakness. I cannot see it. I cannot see it. I'm looking at games. They're just getting over the line. Even against Dundee United, they just got over the line. Yeah. They United. Uh, you know what I mean? They, they they know they've got enough, and it's just the way. It's like they, they're just they're getting the job done. They could probably feel two two teams. That's the depth of quality, and all the players are on board. They're bought into what Gerard's the environment that he's created there. So, but I was speaking to Alex Ray last night, and Alex Ray said seven points is nothing. It's nothing. If Celtic wins those games in hand and get a little bit of momentum, and then they can take points off Rangers. This team, the Rangers team, haven't experienced defeat yet, and yeah. that's going to be the biggest test. One when they experience defeat, how, they how are they going to react to exactly, that? Yeah. Right. But anyway, we'll talk about Celtic, the changes. <laughs> now, now Shane Duffy's come in. Oh, he's got his goal. 
I, I, outstanding, brilliant. He, he was, he was, you know what? And I'm, Shane's one of my good mates. I know Shane well. He's, he's at his club. Love him to bits. He's a Celtic fan through and through. So you understand. So he'll be, he'll be kicking himself and beating himself up for those little individual errors. If it's positioning, if it's, if it's challenges, if it's just not, not, not doing his, not doing the job the way that I know and he know that he can do the job. So, and it's, he's gave the manager headaches. Now Neil Lennon. Never had these headaches for the last probably five, six weeks. He was like thinking, even when I choose the team that I want, they're fragile. At the minute, he's got he's got players that are on form that are going to say, "Wait a minute, I'm not. You're not taking me out of the team." And and David Turnbull, as Marasoro, have that 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 voice to say, "Wait a minute, I've, I, you've." We were going through a difficult time. You've asked me to go in and step in because they would have had those individual chats as well. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to take me out for a cup final. Not having it. I'm not having it. Because if we lose the cup final, you know that the pressure's that's going to come back on you again. So Neil Lennon's got some big, big cho- big decisions to make. Yeah, that's why I, I think believe- the Brown one is such a big one because, I mean, I, I like I agree with you that I think he'll start because he's 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 the captain. And- he's not past it. He's not past no, it. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. And I think he brings a lot of kind of intangibles. He brings leadership. And there's I think there's a lot of things on the pitch yep. that you don't maybe notice as a casual fan that he brings in. Not even on the pitch. In the, in the dressing room. Yeah, exactly. In the dressing room before you walk out, just getting in people's faces, talking to them, saying, you know what, this is what's expected of you today. Mm-hmm. But, oh, that's a captain. That's that's the team captain. It gets a lift out of the boys. You know what I mean? So, again, he's got some decisions. I see Brown, I, I see Brown coming in before Christie, in my opinion. I think Tumble, Tumble's, he, he's made a great argument, hasn't he? Yeah. He's made a great argument, right? You've you've put me in. We've won two games. The cup final's coming. Scored yeah. the winner against Lille as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So it's if Neil Lennon's gonna, he says, right, guys, it's <laughs> you've made you've made you've made it a, a difficult week for me. I'm watching training. I want to see who's at it at training. And trust me, I have been in a I have been in a camp where you're building up to that cup final. Oh, that's. And, and, and everyone is at it, mate. Everyone. I mean, there's a buzz around the place. You walk in, you're hearing voices before you're walking in the door. You know, the manager's smiling. You know, it's that intensity's there in training. Challenges are going in. Players don't know who's going to... Right, we've got an idea what the starting team's going to be, but who's going to be on the bench? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be on the bench? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I tell you what. And it is, it's it's exciting. So and, l- let's and, talk a wee bit. We can ask you a couple of questions about that. So you, you, obviously you were part of St. Johnson's Cup winning team uh, or squad, yeah. I should say, in 2014. Well, I was on the bench that day <laughs> and you know what? Bloody hell. How many times do you have to warm up? Gaffer, do I need to, well, do you want me to go warm up? Gaffer, Gaffer, <laughs> Callum, will I go warm up? Unbelievable. <laughs> I looked at, um, I've, I've watched the highlights back and I, every time it cuts to the bench, I don't think you're sitting down once. I, I see you on your feet most of the time. It kind of cuts to the bench. But um, see the preparation. What, what were your guys, uh, preparation leading up to uh, leading up to the final. What what did you do that week? Like, did you go away anywhere? Like, sometimes squads go away for a couple of days or something like that. Did Tommy Wright do anything along those lines? No, no. Tommy Wright, he kept it. What the players knew, you know, it was very much the same. I think you got to remember Tommy Wright. He just came back from from surgery as well, hadn't he? He uh, he had that uh, the heart operation. I think it was, wasn't it? He had some issues that Callum took over. Uh, Tommy Wright came back for the it was the semi final. Uh, and then obviously we've, we've won so basically it was just all very relaxed I think the training was intense uh, but I wouldn't say we'd done anything different but like you say there was camera crews there 
every single day watching training we had a very good group you know I just I joined the middle the middle to end of January uh, I'd, 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 my, I'd my contract uh, uh paid up at, at Scunthorpe and, and and I walked into and I had a chat with Tommy Wright and they offered me a contract and like you say I signed it there was it was it was a perfect time for me to, to kind of come away from where I was from what I was going through uh personally at that time uh and then obviously as soon as I walked through the door the players were outstanding I mean some big characters you've got Lee Croft a player that I knew very well anyway you know and uh it was how can I put it the training the level of training was outstanding you know the, the results in the league were a little bit indifferent but in the in the cup games you know what it was there was only going to be one 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 winner of these games you know what I mean there was only going to be so but did you I go into the game thinking that you were because you were slight underdogs I would say um, that was a good Dundee United no, team no, Jack- there, was no, there was no there was no doubt there was no doubt really there was there was a confidence you know that it was like you could even tell that maybe in the league the players were leaving a little bit. They weren't. They were leaving a little bit because they wanted to make sure they were they were they were going to be right for the final. Mm-hmm. But it was outstanding, you know. Stevie May, you know the, the so, uh, you know a great group of lads, a great group of lads, fantastic players. They went on and achieved something that obviously that's never been done in the, in uh, in in the club's history before. So it was special times, and like you say, Celtic. Celtic how Celtic are used to that feeling you know what I mean and that's probably something that that might that, that, that could probably you look at it if you want to put a negative spin on it they're used to up to these big games they're used to having these build ups if these if that feeling uh, wasn't there there'd be something very wrong I'm uh, you know re- I mean? because- uh, sorry I'm, re- I'm reading Anthony Brown's book at the moment about when Hearts won the 98 uh, yeah. cup final the, the a day I remember very well and um the talk in that is the Hearts players just knew they were onto something and they knew they were going to win that day. Uh, the, the, the feeling was just there in the build-up to the match the whole week. Yeah. And um, it was also a week where... So it was the week after Rangers had lost the chance to get 10 in a row. Um, and they were talking about how it was a ranger side that were kind of a little bit of a wounded animal they were kind of limping towards end there was lots of players that were leaving at the end of the season and that kind of yep. thing and it's not quite like that at celtic obviously because the 10's still on and there's 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 not as many players that will be leaving and that kind of thing but yeah i just wonder if there's a kind of similar mood in the the hearts camp this week that there's a, a feeling that there that there's that kind of visualisation and that kind of positivity that yes we're going to do something here because Celtic are there for the take and I just I just wonder if that's the kind of mood that's being fostered at the moment but yeah I think I think that's what Robbie Nielsen will be saying to his players I think that's exactly what he'll be saying you know what they're fragile we're on form we're scoring goals we're, we're playing a nice brand of football you know but it's going to be a very different game for Hearts mm-hmm. you've got, oh, yeah. you got to understand it's going to be a game that they're not going to be the dominant one. Everybody's been sitting in against us. That's it. Yeah, yeah and we struggled in are. a couple of games, um, but we kind of sorted ourselves out a wee bit over the last two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, but it's going to. So, you're right. It's going to be completely different. We're going to be the ones sitting in this time. Exactly. So and it's one of them. But I, I think I think with the players that you've got, you've got Neesmith will probably be on the bench. I would imagine 
would he come off the bench or is he is he is he one is he would he start that match? Nick, unsure, Nathan? man. I'm unsure because, like I said, Janelli's kind of back on uh, back uh, fit again. But got, I, I don't Ginelli's know. Got two goals, hasn't he? Two I, goals yeah, I don't know if he's already. fit enough to start the game though. Uh, I, I think Naismith will play because I think you're. Again, he's captain, a big game player, isn't he? Exactly, captain, and it's uh, I, it just his experience of those occasions and that kind of thing. I, I think Naismith will start. I think the interesting one's Ollie Lee because Ollie Lee has had a little bit of an indifferent season and uh, he's blown hot and cold. And uh, he could be the one that drops out. I was mentioning Haring earlier, but he's also very good at set piece deliveries, and we might keep him in for that. Well, he made he was he was the he was the assist in the in the semi final, wasn't he? That great ball from from Lee. He's put the ball in, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, you're right. Aye. So so I, I like I like him a lot. You look for the fact, like you say, I think in a game like this, those dead ball situations are going to be so important. Exactly. That's why I think he might delivery. start. Yeah. So I think I think that's probably something that that will definitely that it favours him. But he brings a lot of energy as well. You mm. know, I think he's he's up and down. He's up and down. It's I think it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one. And that's it. Just goes to show you, there's a league. They're a league apart, of course. And we we don't know. We just don't know. And I think it's it's down to ta- the tactical the tactical nose of uh, Robbie Nelson is going to be tested here. Yeah, I think our because- midfield is the interesting one. It's the really interesting thing because, like I said, I've I've already mentioned Haring Lee, um, and the Irving's been playing well. I don't think he's going to get dropped. Do- oh, and yeah. the other players, Andy Halliday, who could potentially play because Andy Halliday you would think would maybe raise his game an extra five ten percent because it's against Celtic, uh, but I don't know. So. Who knows? It's, it's going to be really interesting to see who we uh, line up in the midfield. I think that's the most interesting thing about uh, Hearts' lineup. What's, anyway, what's 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 the feel around the, the city then, Craig? You know, like the buzz around the club. What's is our, is what's what kind of what's the? Have you been getting a kind of vibe? You know, obviously the club's doing well in the league, but again, this is a completely different beast, isn't it? So yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Um, it's difficult, obviously. I mean, I'm in Glasgow for a start, but uh, during yeah. lockdown, it's a little bit difficult to kind of get a feeling of it. Yeah, and I've not listened to uh, any of the Hearts podcasts from this week, kind of previewing it either. So I've, I've I don't know. I mean, personally, I I really don't know what to think about it because. Celtic clearly haven't been at their best this season and if yeah. we if we were going to beat them in a final any time it would be this time but at the same time it's yeah. Hearts and I've seen Hearts choking so many finals over my life and well, semi-finals choked, they never choked in the semi-final no we didn't no but that's yeah. Hibs I mean that's Hibs at, Hibs yeah, at Hamden I mean that's an easy one yeah. for us yeah but you know Celtic, Celtic it's a cup final that's what I mean and sometimes maybe when things are quiet and it's a little bit silent that it's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that you know mm-hmm. the, 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 it's focused you know in house there'll be a belief there that they can go and do it but no one's no one's kind of shouting it from the treetops you know what I mean the rooftops uh, they're just getting on with it so no it's going to be an interesting one very interesting one but like you say it's uh They've got they've got goal scorers. They've got goals coming from all over the place. You know, even 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 from from defenders. If you're if you're if you're putting the deliveries right on the money, you're going to be asking questions. And I just think maybe these two wins for Celtic have probably came at the right time. It's gave them a little bit of confidence to say, you know what, we can shut up shop. We're going to see more of the ball. And like you say, it's just about being clinical when the chances come along. But it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be one hell of a game. I'm glad that I'm actually glad that Celtic have won a game before. Going into this final because I feel like if they Are had, you? yeah, Are you really, definitely. If if Celtic had lost to Lille and then drawn, say against Kilmarnock, 
I mean, they're not going to continue not winning forever. And I think that the win would have definitely come on Sunday at that point. I think that that's my personal opinion. But um, puts more pressure. Puts more. Really? No, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm happy that they've that they've got a win. And I hope it's just a wee. I hope it's just a false dawn and they're back to being shite on Sunday. <laughs> I'm not a gambling man, but I'll have to buy you. We'll have a we'll have a the the winner. So if Celtic win, you can buy me an Easter egg or something. Right, okay. I'll, Is that uh, when we're going to be like, allowed out again? Yeah, Easter. Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> I'll get one delivered, mate. I th- I'm sure there's an online delivery. I'll get you some chocolate sent in, mate, if, if that's the case. You mentioned that you were an unused sub uh, in the final. Well, I thought it was common knowledge that you were an unused sub in the the. the the final in 2014 how did that feel not did that kind of dampen your celebrations of it at all no not at all because even though uh i was part of it you know like you say i never really did anything to 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 get the team there you know it was amazing it was outstanding there was players that never got on the bench that actually played a part in the tournament at some point so you've got to think about it then. I was very lucky. You know, again, I was a different option. I was a target man. Someone that came on, you know, could could change up. I got brought on against Celtic and, you know, we uh, we kind of got back into the match uh, just before the, the final. So it's, I knew that it was just an impact player. So that's, that, that, that's what... I never knew that I was going to be on the bench. I honestly never knew. I thought... Like, like what Neil Lennon said, I think there would be a little bit of loyalty to the players that had got them there. But I think Tommy Wright was just prepared for every scenario. Right? If we have to mix it up and we have to go long, then Chris Willem was going to come on and that's exactly what we're going to do. If we have to try and get back in the match, and that's probably what, what played. But I I never really... I felt as, as amazing as it was and I felt great and it was amazing winning. I felt part of it. I, I probably never really earned the right Mm-hmm. to be there and, 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 and come on so so it was a very special time for me but there was a lot of players that, that weren't that weren't involved on the bench that probably should have been It was always going to be difficult to get in ahead of uh, Stephen McLean and Stevie May the way they were playing that Two season I guess fantastic players yeah. yeah you know Stevie May was was on fire and yeah he was and, and, and McLean you know like because I played uh, I played against them down in England and things but you know what just as a footballer you know, but a voice as well. You know, just the, an intelligent footballer knew when to slow it down, knew when to win your team a free kick, scored goals. It was it, for me it, playing, seeing playing in the same team as him. He really impressed me. You know, more so than playing against them. You know, so it's one of those things. Uh, yeah, fantastic the two of them, and like you say, they they done the job, didn't they? They did, yeah. Okay, um, and to kind of finish off, we put out a tweet and an Instagram post asking for a couple of questions. Um, I don't think we're going to get through all of them, but I'll keep the other ones and we'll use them at a later date. So thanks to everybody that got in touch. And I don't know how I'm going to read out some of these usernames (laughs) rather than them just being uh, normal names. But the first one I've got here um, is from IRO004. Yep. Uh, (laughs) And he's asking, um, who do you think will win the Scottish Premiership Golden Boot? And he says, imagine Tavernier holds on a defender winning it. I think a defender. Are we allowed to call James Tavernier a defender? No. He's he's more a winger. He's more a winger these days. Well, that's exactly what he is. You know, you've got to remember, uh, I've got to say, for me, he's, he's, he's blown me away. 
you know, I think he's been absolutely outstanding. You know, I think uh, the goals that he's got, assists, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do very well to to keep hold of him. Yeah, I know? think they'll keep him to the end of the season. I don't think he's gonna want to go anywhere in January. I think there'll probably be clubs inquiring, but I don't think any. I don't think um, he's going anywhere. You he, say, he'll want mon- to stay. M- money, money talks, but I can't imagine him. I can't imagine him leaving at this point. You've got to remember, and it's like uh, Steven Gerrard is going to be. Uh, manager at Liverpool one day and I know that's something that he's probably had a little chat with and these players aren't silly as well you know it's all about relationships since Gerrard will have great relationships with Tavernier and the, the likes of Kent you know the the, the Premier League in England are, 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 definitely turns it will turn a few heads but let's talk about Tavernier you know I, look, if Rangers carry on doing what they're doing because I can't I don't see a weakness why not why can't he be top scorer yeah you know, because he's he's his his energy, his quality, he's clinical, you know, he's creative, you know, why can't so for me it's gonna take a real a real kinda downfall in his performances for him not to finish top because at the minute Rangers are dominant. It's gonna take a, a one hell of a, a run for a for a for a, a offensive striking striker to, to kinda take over. Yeah, definitely. Especially when he's uh when he's banging in free kicks like that as well but I, I totally yeah. agree the way things are going I think uh, with him being on penalties as well uh, he's looking like the clear favourite at the moment uh, the next question we had is from G.C. Sheach or something like that apologies for these pronunciations <laughs> uh, which players with five caps or fewer does Chris think will have the best chance of inclusion at Scotland Euro 20 or sorry Scotland's Euro 2020 squad well you, you got to just look at probably Kevin Nisbet haven't you you think if he's if he's firing goals in, if he's consistently doing what he's doing and stays fit, I I have got to say I think he I think he'll be he'll, he'll he'll be brought into the next the next squads anyway. You know I think it was something I I remember uh, it was Mickey Stewart Jonathan Sutherland I remember and, and and Mickey's said oh let's not get ahead of ourselves but why the hell not Yeah you know, th- he deserves spoke, to be there ahead of Shanklin for th- me at the moment Yeah I sp- exactly. Exactly. I spoke to Leanne, uh, Leanne Kitchen, and uh, and Stephen Tomo when they were doing the championship uh, coverage, and they 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 thought they they were they were they were shouting his name back then because he was he was he was doing so well. So why the hell not? If, you know, if he's scoring goals consistently, then it's I want him and I want him I want him there uh, as an option uh, for Scotland definitely. And Selbs asks, oh, but I, I think uh, just to chuck out two names, I think you already mentioned him, David Turnbull. If he continues what he's doing, he could definitely end up in the squad. And, and that's the thing, yeah. If he's consistently getting games, you know the quality that he's got and nicking goals, another fantastic talent. And again, I Steve Clark's an intelligent man. He knows about these two players. You know, I think maybe maybe there was a... There was a there was a good feeling in the group that he didn't want to bring in too many new faces, mm-hmm. yeah, because he did. But I think these will be brought in one hundred percent. Yeah, it's going to be different come come the summer, definitely. Exactly. And the other one, possibly, he's just back fit as uh, Mikey Johnson if he gets a run in the team at Celtic and and finishes the season well because. I don't think we have that many options out wide at the moment. I know we don't really play with wingers, but to have options to play different systems, I think if he finishes the season well, he's another one that could that could sneak in. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, another question we've got from Selbs. He's um, would love to know what Chris's favourite kit that he played in. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot. 
Uh, I oh, I've I've played in some good ones. See, I like I, I I did like the 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 Watford kit. You know, uh, it was it was because it was uh, it was very much Italian. You know, the the slim fit. That's oh, okay. when I, that's when that's when I was showing my, off my your muscles. Fat, my, my my body fats were under four percent, mate. Right, you know? So so that's when uh, and I remember there was a there was a me Troy Dini, uh, AJ Mariapa. We all got the slim fit. You know what I mean? It was like you had a choice. Yeah, the choice and uh, to be fair, and it was a it was a nice it was a nice looking kit when it was on. You know what I mean? So uh, that's that's definitely up there. But I've had some good mate. I've had eighteen clubs. <laughs> what a question! I know, what I know. Question, what a question to ask me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll see the Scotland kit wearing that at Hamden against Argentina. Unbelievable pulling well, on the speak, dark blue jersey. Speaking of Scotland, uh, Gary McIntyre, uh, he just responded. It's not a question, but he just said, "Still haven't recovered from that miss he had in front of goal, an open goal." Well, tell, Jesus, tell Gary if if he's not recovered from it yet then he's, he's doing something very wrong in life let's put it that way all the best Gary mate move on son right I think we will leave it there we've probably gone over time a wee bit there so sorry if I've right. kept you Chris I'm sorry to break it to you on the podcast as well but we're going to have to go on a break for a couple of weeks I hope I hope that's alright what are you doing you. to me you, what are you doing to me mate at the beginning of the month you said oh you know what I'm getting a bit bored of you now you know can we do this every other week now you're saying I'm not going to see you to January Craigie boy know, what's happening son I, I just hope that you come back to me and we can do more of these podcasts. Right. Well, I'll I'll give you my I'll send over my address, mate, and it's uh, it's, de- it's all dependent on the on the present that I get for Christmas. Okay. Okay. Let's put it that way. All right. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I hope you do enjoy your Christmas, and uh, too, yeah, mate. same to all night. the listeners, and we'll we'll see you all soon. Brilliant. Have a good one, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.